Welcome to the FFI Practitioner Podcast. Today, we bring you a conversation with Maria Sinanis of Cambridge Family Enterprise Group. At the 2022 FFI Global Conference, Maria presented the session, How Does an Aging Society Disrupt Enterprising Families? My first question for Maria, why is longevity now so important when it comes to family business? As people are living longer, families need to think about the impact on their family, their businesses, and their assets. So on the family side, they really need to think about what are the ways that we can focus on the longer life trajectories in the family. We have the younger generation, there's a lot of emphasis placed on the next generation. Um, They will go through at least three career transitions in their lives. How do we help the next generation prepare for those transitions? And for the older, family members. They will potentially retire and have 20 to 30 more years of life to plan for. So there are important conversations that need to take place uh, as to how the family can experience connection, engagement, purpose, and meaning. On the business side, the families really need to think about their workforce and uh, what it means to manage four generations working at once. There are HR policies, HR strategies that need to be explored. They also have to think about the sustainability of their businesses and to potentially, if relevant, tap into um, the discretionary spending of those over the age of 60, which is 70%. On the ownership side, owners really need to think about their financial planning, their estate planning, how their family offices are serving them. There are many competing interests with having family members living longer. Our inheritance is going to be spent. Will the next generation save enough money And what kind of capital allocation decisions will they be making? The topic of age is pretty sensitive, and certainly that's the case in families with family businesses. How important is it for advisors to understand this going forward and approach this? Because the fact is, we are living a lot longer. We are, and we're already having conversations with families about their goals, their interests, their dreams, the trends that are impacting their businesses, their families. We're having conversations about their values, their purpose. So we're having really important conversations with them already. But what is needed here as we have the dynamics that come with an aging population, we find that there are more voices at the table. There are more um, perspectives to take into consideration. So families, and we need to help them have them, need to have more conversations, more sharing of their hopes, their challenges, their needs, their wishes. And Deeper listening, responding, honoring, celebrating, and appreciating. Can you share with us some statistics about the aging population? 
Sure. In the U.S., boomers are turning 65 one every 7 to 10 seconds. The fastest growing population is over 80. Half of the babies born today will live to 100. And by 2047, we will have more people over the age of 60 than under 15. And this is not just in the U.S. either. It's in other Western countries too, I would imagine. It's in other Western countries. Um, I have a Greek background. Greece has one of the fastest aging populations in the EU. We have less developed countries where the estimates show the population over 65 will triple in the next 40 years. This is a global issue. A very positive issue in that we're living longer, hopefully living healthier. Indeed, although not everybody is living better. Mm -hmm. And so the statistics um, show that there's a lot in terms of health inequities. It really is um, a dire problem to be sure that we can improve the lives of older people their families who are caring for them in the communities. It really will require a change in the way we think, feel, and act towards age. Retirement, you mentioned it earlier, is not what it was in the last generation. You got the gold watch, 65, and maybe a rocking chair, and that's it. You have a few years left. Now people are retiring and living almost their entire work lives all over again in retirement. So what does this mean for family business and how important is it for advisors to step in and suggest let's plan these things out better? It's really important. The earlier we can get to the families to help them understand what life planning could look like, um, the better. Uh, it is a challenge that we've always faced in the family enterprise space, helping um, senior generations let go. It's also something, though, that we're seeing outside of family enterprises that is getting attention. In a recent interview with Vogue, Serena Williams said, I have never liked the word retirement. It doesn't feel like a modern word to me. Maybe the best word to describe what I'm up to is evolution. I'm here to tell you that I'm evolving away from tennis toward other things that are important to me. So the more family members in these enterprises can look to other beacons in this space, the better, mm. uh, I think. Yeah, looking at examples like that, but also the language that's used and softening the language and, and also making it more practical. I mean, I love the idea of evolution as opposed to retirement for, for me personally, and I'm sure a lot of people agree. And that's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of senior generation family members think about their evolution. They have the opportunity to move away from driving day-to-day -day activities um, within in the family enterprise, and they can look outside to continue that same level of activity or to think of other encore opportunities. They can dedicate themselves to philanthropic endeavors. Um, they become mentors, volunteers, as long as they have that open mindset and the ability to experiment, 
they're in good shape because there's a lot that they can do. They have a lot of good energy and ideally good health. And you mentioned mentorship, oversight, emeritus status, things like that. That can mean a lot to somebody. Yes. Um, I think depending on what's going on in the enterprise, there are opportunities um, to have these individuals show up as mediators, show up as mobilizers for initiatives that maybe have not been considered until now. They're great motivators and they really can help the family achieve new heights. Another aspect of the longevity question is how people decide to live their lives in relationship and divorce is something that is much more prevalent than older people these days. Indeed, we're seeing the numbers increase for those over the age of 50, and some studies show that they are sometimes initiated by women who might be bored by their partners. So again, this interest and this need to have purpose, meaning, engagement, connection becomes quite relevant for these individuals. And is your approach, Maria, to, to talk about these issues not just with the older population in the family, but the younger population, so that they'll be aware of these issues that you brought up? Absolutely. Um, much of how we think about aging uh, comes from our culture. So the families need to develop a culture on how they think about aging. And that comes from talking uh, with all generations and getting their reflections and thoughts about how they define successful aging. Is this an exciting time for you, knowing that you've got a population that is vibrant and, and older and going to be around a lot longer? It is exciting. It's one of the reasons why I turned to this research and literature. As of late, I'm working with a number of families where the family members well into their 80s and 90s are not having trouble letting go because they can't think of anything else to do, but they're having trouble letting go because they have so much more mm. they want to do. That's a nice problem to have. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Maria, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jordan. It's a pleasure. Thank you to Maria Sinanis for this discussion about aging, increased life longevity, and the impact on family enterprises. To learn more about FFI membership, go to www.ffi.org. For more FFI practitioner podcasts and articles, or to submit one of your own, go to ffipractitioner.org. This is Jordan Rich. Thanks for listening.